Hello and welcome to the Lisper Podcast. Once again, it's your host Tyrone and today's episode is called Return to the Universes. That's right, Return to the Universes because I'm making my return to the comic book um, movie universes, okay? We got the MCU, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we got the DCEU, which is the DC Extended Universe, and um... I did some episodes about them back in the day, day when I first started my podcast. You can go back and check out the MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast episode or the DCU, um, DCEU, DC Extended Universe podcast episode. But now I'm here to give out a few um, updates on and, and new opinions on the um, on those uh, comic book worlds and the movies and all the shit that's going on with them. So. First, I would like to start off by talking about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which has been going on for a long time. And it was a lot of movies, I think like 22 movies that built up to the whole uh, Infinity War. And um, the Infinity War happened, Endgame happened, Thanos fucked it up, Avengers avenged it. And um, here we are, we're on to the next phase. It was phase four and we're on to the next uh super bad guy i guess the next the next uh bad guy of the next phases and we kind of have an idea who that's supposed to be but we don't know because there's a lot of shit happening a lot of shit happening so first uh i'm not gonna start out with the shows because i got a lot to say about the shows i do i have a lot to say about the shows i have more to say about the shows than i have to say about the movies considering the fact that we haven't really seen the movies so we have to go into the shows to because the shows were the outlet. Like the shows were, the, like after Thanos, the shows kind of went into um the next phase and kind of like it's like I guess they would call it a transition. I guess the scope the the scopes. I guess the shows would be like a transition from the movies into the next phase or to help out or whatever it is. It's a cash grab, make money, whatever the case may be. But the shows is what been popping. So I'm gonna do the movie first, and then I'll go into the shows. Now the only movie that I think that I saw that was part of Phase Four or that I that happened after Thanos was um Spider Man. <laughs> We waited all that time for that Spider-Man film, and it came out, and we watched it, and it delivered. It delivered on all aspects. I was kind of shocked because I don't like Spider-Man for real, for real. You know, I like the um the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans back in the day, but they're not. They well now they are part of the MCU now. Now they're all part of the MCU now. All of that shit is canon because they mixed them in together with this multiverse, uh, shit. So they're all together now. But I like the original Spider-Man. I like the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films part one and two. Spider-Man three, uh, it wasn't that bad as people say it is. It wasn't a bad movie. The Sandman was great in it. And I didn't care too much for the Gowling. But the problem I had with Spider-Man three was Venom. Venom was kind of fucked up the way they did it. And I didn't like it. And I never got over that poor Venom. They have never gotten Venom right as far as I'm concerned. But we'll go into that later. But um so the uh spider-man happened and um it was good they brought toby mcguire back they brought uh andrew garfield spider-man back even though i don't like him i didn't like the andrew garfield spider-man i didn't like the amazing spider-man and and i don't really like tom holland spider-man to be honest with you i haven't liked to enjoyed his two spider-man films in the marvel cinematic universe and that's funny because i enjoy him 
as part of the MCU. He's a good Spider-Man as part of the MCU. I enjoyed him in the Avengers uh, Infinity War and Endgame movies. I enjoyed him when he showed up in, in Civil War, but for some reason, his own standalone Spider-Man films, I was like, you know, wah, wah, wah. Didn't really care for him too much, but you know, it, it is what it is. But anyway, so I watched that movie, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I like seeing them uh, in the movie. I like the, uh, I like seeing um the the bad guys, the villains that they brought back were amazing. Like Alfred Molina still had it. <clears throat> I remember how good he was from Spider Man Two, and I was like, I like Alfred Molina, and he came back in and he still had it. He was Doc Ock, and he was still good. Willem Dafoe is still ugly. <laughs> But he's supposed to be ugly. Like, he is the goblin. Like, I wish they could just, like, have him permanently be, like, the goblin forever. I know he old. I know he ugly. I know he ain't going to be around long for, like, to be able to do these stunts and all that. But, man, he is the goblin of all goblins. Like, you you could not cast the goblin better than casting Willem Dafoe. Um, I like how they incorporated the same man, but didn't do too much with him. I like how they incorporated, uh, I like how they, um, changed Electro up. Jamie Foxx, you know, his Electro was terrible. The Electro in Amazing Spider-Man was terrible. This Jamie Foxx Electro was a lot better. Um, I thought that the movie flowed a lot better. I, I, I thought that the whole aspect of Doctor Strange and how it set up the multiverse of madness was really cool. Um, I ain't spoiling shit because if you ain't seen it by now, you ain't going to see it. So I was sad when Aunt May died. I actually cared about her. I actually was like teared up a little bit. Said a little bit of tear, tear time. It was tear time. Nigga was crying a little something, something. You know what I mean? I, I teared up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I, all in all, I appreciated that movie. I really enjoyed it. I had a fun time watching it. Um, I took the young boy about Cher to go see it. I took IJ to go see it. I saw it three times in the theater. Now, usually I don't do that for these comic book movies, you know? Usually one time is enough for me with the with the comic book films. But um, they got Tarantino treatment. Usually I go see Tarantino movies two or three times. I always think I missed something. And in them Tarantino films, I always think, did I miss something? Something going on? So I go back and see them. But these comic book movies, I went and I saw that Spider-Man about three times. And I was like, wow, it was pretty good. And it set up the multiverse of madness pretty good. And, um... I like Doctor Strange, and then I enjoyed it. The problem I have is Ned. I don't like Ned. I can't deal with him. I don't. I don't think he's funny. I don't. This thing about Ned that I just can't get. And Zendaya is Mary J. Uh, well, not Mary J. Well, whatever she is, MJ. Whatever you want to call it. However you want to spin it, the way they want to spin it to have her in it. I don't like her either. I just don't. I don't know. She ain't right. Something about it just don't. You know. Eh. Like, even if when I see them in real life, you know, they go together in real life. When I see them in real life, I'm just like, eh, they don't, they don't strike me as a couple. I can't get down with them. They weird to me. I don't know. But that's not really none of my business. So, so the MCU is going ahead now, and they're going ahead with the Multiverse of Madness, which looks awesome. Now, I know that I kind of am fucked up a little bit because I don't like all this multiverse shit. I don't. I like my shit to be a little bit simpler than that. I think it's too much going on. I think it's a lot going on, and I got to remember who's part of this universe, who's part of that universe, who mixed in with this, who did that, who said what. It's a lot going on, but 
I mean, it's the easiest way to do things. Think about it. They want to incorporate the Fantastic Four. They want to incorporate the X-Men. They want to incorporate all of these different Marvel characters, and they want to have them in the MCU. And the easiest way to do it is just say it's a multiverse, and it blew up, and, and all these people from this spot and this spot and this spot got all mixed together, and that's, that's it. They don't have to do an X-Men origin story now. They don't have to do a Fantastic Four origin story now. They can just throw them in. They can just say, hey, the Fantastic Four was four blah, blah, blah in this in this world. And they got mixed in and they are now they're in our world or whatever. They can say, oh, the X-Men and Professor X were here or whatever. You know, it looks like they already got Professor X in the uh, in the Multiverse of Madness anyway. It, it, it seems like that's Patrick Stewart and that's his voice and he's one of the Illuminati's or whatever. So it seems like they're going to easily be able to convert them guys into the multiverse. And guess what? I don't even have to understand it all. I just got to watch it. If the movie's good and they're fun and the people are fun and they cast them right, I'm going to watch the motherfuckers. I don't care about the explanations. I don't care about what's going on. So the multiverse of madness looks awesome. Spider-Man already started out great because now they, uh, I'm back into it. I was out of Spider-Man. I'm back into it now. I watched No No Way Home and I'm in it. I'm in on Spider-Man. I thought they was going to do a Scarlet Witch-like thing, but they got her in the multiverse of madness and she looks good in it and it looks crazy. So I'm back. You know, I'm on that type time. And uh, they got Thor, Love and Thunder, and I want to see that. Thor is one of my, well, Thor, eh, I didn't like Thor, but Ragnarok was that work. Ragnarok put that business in. Ragnarok put Thor back on the map, and I did enjoy him in the end game when he was fat. I did like that. <laughs> I did like fat Thor. Now he's traveling with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's going to be back in Thor, London, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, and I want to see that too. And then as far as everything else is going on, I don't know. They got a lot of shows coming out. She-Hulk's coming out. Um, and then WandaVision's supposed to have another season. Loki's supposed to have another season. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on. There's some more movies set to come out. Uh, the Marvels with uh, Captain Marvel and now the, the new um, Marvels that's going to be out. The Rambo chick and all that. So um, I think they're going in the right direction. I just can't wait to see what's going on. So now let me talk about the show. So there was Marvel shows um, after that that was supposed to lead into the Multiverse of Madness, lead into the Spider-Man, lead into all these movies. And I watched all of the shows. So there was um, What If. I'm going to start out with What If because I don't care for What If. I mean, it was a fun thing to watch as a little cartoon type thing, but I hope that the What If shit isn't kind of like, canon shit because that was a lot that was a lot and it was a whole bunch of fantasy and i was just like eh. you know i enjoyed watching it i thought the animation was good i thought the stories was kind of interesting but i was like i don't want this to be canon i don't want this stuff to really happen i don't i wasn't excited about it so the what ifs is like you know you know what the what ifs remind me of the what ifs remind me of like marvel vs. capcom where they uh put the story in about um Thanos and um and uh Ultron Sigma and all of that stuff. They put all them stories in there and whatever and whatever like that and you played the game or whatever. I feel like that was what if what if it was just like, you know, the Marvel vs. Capcom game, the uh the uh Ultron Sigma and all of that shit, whatever that storyline was, that's that's what I feel. I feel like it was just a comic book. Just like a comic book. Like it wasn't part of the whole movie thing. 
So I'm not really, um, I, I wasn't really too into the what if, right? So that's that. Then I watched, um, well, I didn't watch what if first, but I just wanted to talk about what if first to get it out of the way. I also want to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier first to get that out of the way. Falcon and the Winter Soldier for me was bored, 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 bored. I was bored out of my mind. I couldn't even, I didn't even want to finish it, to be honest. I didn't even want to finish the show. I don't like Falcon at all on any level. I don't like Falcon in the comic books. I don't like Falcon in the movies. I don't like Falcon anywhere. I don't like the Atlanta Falcons. You know what I mean? I don't want nothing to do with this Falcon dude. I kind of, I don't care about Aaron Mackey at all. Like, Ain't that his name, Aaron Mackey? Whatever his name is, I don't even know the man's name. I think it's Mackey. I know, I think it's Aaron Mackey. Well, whatever, I know his last name's Mackey. Um, I don't really particularly care about dude. Like, he ain't done nothing where I'm, like, uh, a fan of his work too much. You know what I'm saying? And the Falcon character sucks to me. I don't care about him. He's not a superhero. He don't have superpowers. He He's just like Iron Man. He just puts on a suit to be super. And he doesn't have the charisma of Iron Man. He doesn't have the pull power of Iron Man. He doesn't have the draw of Iron Man. He's, he, Iron Man is Tony Stark, not Iron Man. Falcon is nobody. You know what I mean? He's not, he, he's, he's no one. He's a joke for real. He's, he's Captain America's friend, you know? And now he's the new Captain America, which I don't like that either. I, that's weird. That's like, that don't work for me. He don't even look good. I don't even like his suit. I don't even like, there's nothing about this dude that I like. But I still decided to give the show a little bit of a shot. And I don't care for it. I don't did not care for it any of it there was no aspect of that show that i cared about except for falcon sister mm-hmm falcon sister i cared about her but not for the right reasons for the wrong reasons i didn't even give a fuck about what she had to say i just was looking at her she she my right body thing. <laughs> you know what I'm she the right size to get the dick prize you know what I mean? that's all i was scared. i was looking at her like uh-huh i'll take you there don't 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 i'll take you there uh that's all i wanted that's all i was looking at that for and then i was kind of shocked i was kind of confused because the falcon didn't have no money the falcon who who literally was part of saving the whole entire universe you know what i mean he fought thanos he 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 was an avenger and this motherfucker had no money, couldn't even get a bank loan. That white man at that bank was like, well, what are you, what, what's your assets? And he's like, I got some government contracts and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm the Falcon. I'm about to be Captain America and I can't get no, I can't get a bank loan, I can't get no money. We literally, you probably here because of me. Like, you probably was blip. I would have been like talking to that bank boy, like, yo, wasn't your mom blip? Wasn't your daughter blip? Wasn't one of your family members was fucking blipped? I know it. So look, you give me some money, or I'm gonna call Thanos and blip them motherfuckers again. Like, come on, man, I saved your grandma, your mom. I can your, your daughter was gone for five years. I got her back out the blip. You can't give me no money. Call the manager. Somebody in this bank 
family member or themselves was blipped and I helped them get him back there. I'm the Falcon. I was there. I fought Thanos. Roll the tape. <laughs> man. I didn't understand how this man couldn't get no money. And what I also couldn't understand was he was Captain America's best friend, best homie in the Avengers. He helped. He fought right next to Tony Stark. He fought right next to Iron Man and all that. Pepper Potts got the whole business. She got the whole um Stark Industries and all that. He couldn't call Pepper up. You telling me that Sam, the Falcon, could not make a call to Pepper Potts and say, Hey, Pep. Hey, Pep, listen, man. My sister got this fucked up ass boat. She's trying to run this business down here. I'm fucked up. My government contracts ain't paying me yet. You know what I mean? Can, we, can I hold a little something? Sound? Pepper Potts, billionaire, running a billionaire company, Stark Industries, and she couldn't drop my man. He couldn't get a million dollars. I saved the world with your husband. I can't get a million dollars. That tells me one thing for sure and two things for certain. Pepper Potts was salty than motherfuckers. She thought he, she didn't want Tony to do it anyway. She was like, you know, when, um, uh, what is it, Infinity War, she told Tony, get off that ship, Tony, bring your ass back. Don't get on that ship, bring your ass back. And then he didn't. He got on that ship. And then all the people got blipped. And Pepper Pop didn't care after they got blipped. She was like, you know what, Tony, let's get our fuck on and our marriage on and have our baby and raise our kid. And she didn't want him to do it. And then when they came back and they was like, we found a way to erase the blip. He was like, yo, I did it. I found a way to go back in time. We could fix the blip. She was looking at him like, Tony, yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck. She was like, Tony, I don't want to fix that blip. Whoever got blipped, they got blipped. That's it. They gone. I ain't got to look. Tony, I ain't on that type time, my man. We just, we got a baby. We got our lives together. Then he going to fucking die. She was probably thought it. She was probably was like, fuck the Avengers. Fuck them all. You know what I mean? She probably ain't want to help out anyway. They probably, probably did call her. Probably behind the scenes that we didn't see. He probably called up and she was like, Sam, fuck you. You're not getting no money from me. Tony's dead. Y'all got y'all did all that to say the people in the blip. Tony did all that to bring back motherfuckers. Bring your ass back. You was in the blip too. Tony did all that to bring you back. You got blipped. He did all that to bring you back and now he gone. And now you ain't got no money, Holmes. That's your problem. That's that's on you, my man. I'm out of it. I'm done. I got Stark Industries to run. I got my baby girl to look after, and that's it. We 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 ain't about to help you. I give you a job. Fuck them government contracts. You can come work for me. Fifteen hundred a week. <laughs> she probably offered him like thirty dollars an hour. Come work for us. Shit, I don't know. And then this dude who ain't got no money, who just got this by a bank, who can't help his sister, can't save his family, mom and dad, family boat, family business, right? And he's still going to decide, I'm gonna just go ahead on and be Captain America. I'm gonna just take the shield and be Captain America for free. I'm gonna go risk my life and keep trying to save the world for nothing. No money. No money at all. You right. You right. And so that's how I feel about that show. I was just like, this show ain't working for me. I don't care about it. I don't care about the Falcon. I don't care about him being a new Captain America. And frankly, I don't want to see him in no Captain America movie. If they do a Captain America movie with the Falcon, they better they better like make it like uh like Civil War was like a Aven- like Avengers 2.0 or something. They better have a lot of people in it because if not, I ain't trying to hear it. But anyway, so now I'm going to go to WandaVision. Now, I love, 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 love TV. 
I love TV. I watch TV my whole life. Y'all, I got an evolution of television podcast. Y'all know I love TV. I watch TV shows. Sitcoms is my shit. Sitcoms always been my shit. Sitcoms always will be my shit, okay? I love sitcoms. So based on the fact that I love sitcoms, I was really enjoying WandaVision. I really enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it from the first episode all the way to the last episode. I was having so much fun, but I was confused as shit. When me and my when me and I Jay watched the first episode, we was like, what the fuck was that? Watched episode two and was like, okay, I, I, I you know, what the fuck was that too? We wasn't catching on. And then episode three kind of revealed the shit that was going on. And then it was all making sense after episode two. I was like, yeah, I understand now. This shit is this shit. This shit is this shit. Woo. I was so happy. And they had the kids. And I was like, and I know about Wiccan and them. I know about the little kids. I don't care for that neither, but I know about them and all that and all that. But I was just like, wow, this is the shit. You know what I mean? WandaVision was cool because I love sitcoms. And when you love sitcoms, you can see You can see the, the 80s, 90s. The early ones, like the, uh, the I Love Lucy's and all that. You can see all the sitcoms in it. The Bewitched, Theme Song, the Full House kind of shit. You can see all the sitcoms that they incorporated in the show. But I was just like, wow, this show is getting good. And when she um when she sent out the Black Broad, when she sent out the Monica Rambeau chick, I was like, oh, shit. She blasted her ass right off the house. That's when I knew something was going on. I was like, oh, Wanda ain't nice. Wanda is not being nice. She blasted that bitch out. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> that was cool. That's when shit got real. And then when I realized that the uh the Rambo chick had powers, and then when they went into that was the bangingest. That was the bangingest part of the whole show was when they went into um what really happened after um Agatha. You know what's funny, Agatha? I knew something was wrong with that girl too. They gave you little hints that Agatha was involved, little tiny hints and all that. They gave you the little hints and all that that she was involved. And then when they brought her out, then that Agatha all along. So people thought that was goofy, but I, I, I like that. I thought that that was so crazy. I thought that that was a good-ass song. Agatha was a good-ass character. Now they're saying that they're going to give her her own little, uh, little spin-off show. I'm going to watch it because I think that shit's going to be funny. Because she was funny as hell, but when they actually said how she was manipulating the whole thing, how she was in on it, trying to figure out, you know, trying to get, uh, figure out how Wanda was using her powers and get her and all that shit, that shit was cool. It was kind of like, cool, everybody was talking about, it's Mephisto and all these other people, and it was Agatha all along. <laughs> also, like, when they actually showed, like, what happened, like, when she went to go back and get Vision's body, and how Vision had bought that land for them to start a family and start a house there and everything. I'm like, this android really loved her. Now, I mean, I like the scene when Vision started figuring out that she was fucking up. He came back in the house and he was like, yo, you fucking up. I don't know what's going on with you, but I don't like it. Whatever. And they, 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 they flew up in the living room. They was about to battle that shit out. That shit was cool, too. I was like, oh, shit. And when the white vision came, the other vision came back to fight the new vision. And she was out there fighting Agatha. And she's like, get him, honey. And the kids out there, yo. That shit was decent. I like that. But I also like when they um actually went into the story and they showed the, like, the return of the blip. 
they showed what happened when they showed Monica like coming back from the blip and she was like, where's my mom? And like, your mom died five years ago, girl. Or three years ago, whatever it was. Your mom died. You you blipped away. You was blippity blipped. <laughs> you was gone for five years. Your mom passed away. She did pop. You know what I mean? And, it, and then it was like, it showed that the people just came back right where the fuck they was at. Like, wherever you was at when you got blipped, that's where you came right back to. She came right back to the seat in the hospital next to her mom's bed. And they was just like, oh, the cancer was cool. Your mom's operation was cool. But then she still died a couple of years later. But you wasn't around anyway because you was, you know, then it was blipped ass. And I saw the chaos and all the stuff of, of, like, when the people came back and they weren't prepared for them to return and nobody knew what was going on. It was, I really liked that. I thought that that was really, um... Really kind of cool that they did that. And I was like, wow, that's a good, that's a good thing too. I got to look into it. I got to look into what happened to Vision. It was all good. If you know, I give WandaVision an A. And I think WandaVision is one of my favorite, favorite shows, and I can't wait till it come back. Then I watched um Loki. <clears throat> and um Loki was really, 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 really good. I can't stress how good I thought Loki was. I thought WandaVision was good, but Loki was really good because WandaVision was fun, and they tried, and it was fun, and it was smart, and the way they incorporated the sitcoms, Loki was just a good show. It was so smart. I was so into it, and and people was mad about Loki falling in love with Sylvie, and it was kind of like, oh, Loki's falling in love with himself, but Loki is a narcissistic-ass dude. It's no wonder. It's, it's not, it did not surprise me that Loki would fall in love with a version of himself. It didn't surprise me at all. Plus, Sylvie cute. Sylvie cute, you know what I mean? It ain't like Sylvie was ugly. It ain't like she looked like Loki. Sylvie was cute as hell. So I'm like, I wasn't shocked or surprised or bothered by the fact that Loki fell in love with itself like everybody else. Everybody else was hating. It was like, ew, that's nasty. That's weird. Loki fell in love with his own self. But I was like, it ain't really him. It's a different version of him from another place. It's kind of weird. But I mean, she's cute and she's technically a woman and they together. They're going to be together in the same world. So, I mean. It, does it fuck up the multiverse or something? I don't know. But it was kind of decent the way they did it. And then I like when they got into the, uh, when he got zapped into that world, he got zapped into that, like, I guess it's like limbo. I guess it's like, um, whatever it was, that world where all the other Lokis was at. And they had the old classic Loki from the comic books and he was all old and shit. They had the young boy Loki. They had the alligator. <laughs> They had the alligator Loki out there, Joe. And then they had the other Loki, the uh, presidential Loki that came in with his, with his little gang to try to come uh, stop them or whatever. And then that fight, that was a decent fight too. The, the Loki battle in the basement <laughs> and they little, uh, they little hideout shit. That shit was banging, man. That shit was fun as hell. And then to get to the, um, to the, uh, what, is it, what was his name? It was the one, that, the He Who Remains. To get to He Who Remains, and then we find out that that's Kane the Conqueror. And now they're saying that Kane the Conqueror may be the new big baddie. 
he came to conqueror maybe the new big baddie for the phase uh phase five or i guess phase four because phase four is still going on i guess they need to bag out it to clear out the phase four i don't know if the multiverse is going to be phase four or that's going to be the beginning of phase five or whatever but they need a new baddie and it looks like it's going to be kane the conqueror and that guy played a good part too it was funny it was funny how uh he was good i was like wow this guy was good he was real interesting that final scene was good and i knew sylvie shouldn't have killed him i knew loki was right when loki was like don't kill him he even said it don't kill me because i'm the one protecting this world from the you know the, ver the other versions of me are real bad and y'all gonna fucking find out but sylvie she wanted to kill him that was her like her life's goal was to kill him so she did it, and, and now we're going to see what happens from him. But I like that, too, and I like that they keep Loki alive, man. I like Loki. Loki's been around through the whole entire MCU, and I was sad when they killed him. I was like, damn, they killing off Loki? I was sad when they killed him, so I like that they found a way to bring him back. And I like that he's going to be a part of this multiverse, and maybe he'll show up in the multiverse of madness, and maybe we'll see him, you know, back. But all in all, I think Loki might be my favorite show. And then WandaVision would take um two. What if was okay? Falcon and the Winter Soldier was blah blah blah. And um oh, and then there was Hawkeye. And I waited for Hawkeye. I wasn't ever really interested in Hawkeye either, but I waited for Hawkeye and I watched it. Hawkeye is another uh MCU character that I don't particularly care for. I don't care about Hawkeye. Like he is um irrelevant to me as far as i care about him know about him he he's just like falcon to me he's he falcon is captain america's friend hawkeye is black widow's homeboy you know what i mean and it's like he's been around but i didn't you know i like that he had a family and i was interested in that part like damn hawkeye had a little family going on a little family dynamic i like that i like his wife a little something something she cutie but i was just like you know hawkeye is whatever he could have just went away you know, he was insignificant to me, except for he had a little, little role in the end game with uh with Black Widow. That was a nice little scene of them fighting and showing they love each other. But other than that, I was just like, I don't really care about Hawkeye too much. You know, I, I just didn't um I didn't care about him too much. Oh, but speaking of Hawkeye, let me just go back. I forgot about the Black Widow film because that's how insignificant and irrelevant it was to me. I like I, I I don't know. I like Black Widow because I like looking at uh, I like looking at Scarlet. I ain't gonna lie. I like looking at Scarlet Johansson, and then Pew was in it too, and I like looking at her too. So I was looking at them. <laughs> I might have been paying a little bit more attention to them than I was paying to the damn movie because Florence and, and Scarlet, you know, they got it going this on. But I, it was nice to have a little bit of a background for Black Widow. But I really think that that movie was just made to show her a little bit of respect because they killed her ass off. I really just think that they just made that movie because they killed her ass off and they were trying to get her to, uh, they was trying to get to give her a little bit more respect or something. I don't know. But, you know, they did what they had to do. They made the movie, whatever. I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, but whatever. But I think that was the setup, too, to get a new Black Widow. Get Florence into the uh, into the fold, into the MCU or whatever. But anyway, back to Hawkeye. So I watched Hawkeye reluctantly. 
very reluctantly. Like, I was just, like, done with the MCU a little bit. Not done with the MCU, but I was just, like, you know, with the shows. I was like, eh, I don't care about Hawkeye, whatever. But everybody was anticipating and all the Twitter verses and all the Twitter people and the Facebook. Everybody was just like, Hawkeye's coming up. Hawkeye's coming up. Hawkeye's coming up. And I was like, oh, hey, Hawkeye's coming up. I got excited, too. Hoo-hoo, Hawkeye. And I watched it. And once again, I was just like, bored, 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 bored. I was bored. I was bored with Hawkeye. I wasn't even, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't even care. There was only some good scenes. The car chase scene with the uh, tracksuit that Mafia was a good scene. And then uh, the scene where they got captured was uh, okay. And the fight with Florence was pretty good. Um, Other than that, the Kingpin was all right showing up. The Kingpin showing up was all right at the end. And that's it. I mean, Hawkeye had no significance to me. It didn't even have any significance as far as the multiverse was concerned or anything. Hawkeye was just there. It was just a, a cash grab. And I ain't going to lie, I like the little uh, Captain America musical. I ain't going to front. I ain't going to lie. I was laughing. I enjoyed it. I was singing that song. We can, I can do this all day. I like that song. <laughs> I watched that whole musical at the end when Hawkeye went off and then and and rolled the scene credits. What is it called? The post credits rolled and they showed that music. I watched that whole motherfucking thing. I was dancing. And... I don't give a fuck. I was dancing and singing. I like that show and whatever. I like that musical. So the Hawkeye show was blah, blah, blah. I don't even know why they did it, to be honest. I don't know if they did it to in, in, introduce um introduce kate what's her name kate is her name kate kate bishop yeah that's kate bishop they did they do it to introduce kate and then you know what else Haley is too cute she's too cute ah that girl is cutie patootie and i love my cutie patooties i do i love them i love them but they don't they, you know they can't be they can't she can't be an avenger She's a cutie patootie she can't be an avenger i don't want to fight next to her i'm gonna be looking at her laughing and she I don't know. I guess that's how Hawkeye felt too, but I guess they're gonna he's gonna train her better and she's gonna get a little tougher or whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know. Florence got a little soft too. She kinda like got a little soft on Kate. I was I was thinking she might kill Kate, but she like her. She likes Kate Bishop. So she got a little soft on her too. But other than that, you know, Hawkeye was in, was not significant at all. It's not a part of it. So I don't know. But now now they're going somewhere with the MCU, so they have um, Kane the Conqueror might be the new baddie, which is cool. I like Kane the Conqueror. He was a tough little, you know, whatever. And he's a black guy. They made him black. They made Kang black. I like that. I like when they incorporate us. They give us a little bit of diversity in the MCU. I like that. So we're going to see this multiverse madness. We're going to see it's supposed to be a lot of people there. America Chavez is in it. I saw her. <clears throat> Um, we know the Scarlet Witch is in it. We know Patrick Stewart might be in it. There's some speculation that some X-Men might be in it. There's some speculation it might lead to the Fantastic Four. I don't know. Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom's my man's in them. I like Dr. Doom. I hope he comes over to the MCU and all that. So I'm looking forward to Thor, Love, and Thunder. I'm looking forward to the Multiverse of Madness. They got the She-Hulk show coming out. And they got the Hulk in it. The Hawk is actually in it. So they're incorporating the Hawk into the She-Hawk show. And I think they're going to do some more things with the Hawk. I think they need to do some more things with the Hawk. I think he's got a redemption arc going on because they kind of like tried to play him 
everybody thought they tried to play him. I didn't have no problem with what they did with him, but everybody thought they tried to play him. And then Professor Hawk, people ain't liking that too much. So they got some things going on with the Hawk. I heard that they might even be considering doing a World War Hawk film in the MCU, which would be decent. Which I be would be all for. So the MCU and the MC universe and all that, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to some good places. Now, what I don't have a problem with, but what a lot of people do have a problem with, but what I see coming is the whole Venom situation, right? So they brought Tom Hardy's Venom into the MCU, and then they took him back out of the MCU. And I don't think they wanted Tom Hardy's Venom into the MCU. I think they just wanted to get a Venom into the mcu which is smart because now sony can still make movies with tom hardy's venom and the mcu can actually have their own venom and actually get it right have him merge with spider-man have him be part of the whole spider-man thing he can probably be the venom in the next spider-man movie and that would be great so i don't mind what they did with that venom that way we could still have tom hardy's venom if he wants to do it because i don't think he does i think tom hardy's done with venom but even if he wasn't done with venom we can have his venom in his universe and then we can have, uh, might be Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man might be in that universe and be able to fight him there or, you know, whatever the case may be. But now we got two Venoms and we can have the Tom Hardy's Venom, which I don't think was done right, but he's more on the vigilante side as far as not the villain side. So we can have him in his universe be the vigilante Venom and we can have the evil villain Venom in the MCU, which I think is great. So I don't have no problem with what they did with Venom, but a lot of people was bitching about that. Not me. I don't have no problem with it. So as far as I know right now, the MCU is looking great. It's looking like it's going to go on forever. And um, I'm all for it. I'm all in. I'm all in. Uh, I don't think we need a Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, season two. I don't think we need a, a season two of Hawkeye neither. Um, what if it's definitely coming back? Because they got so many scenarios they can go on with that. WandaVision 2, I don't know if, um, it depends on the Multiverse of Madness if they're probably going to do a WandaVision 2. I don't know if they're going to do another season of WandaVision because we got to find out what happens to her in the Multiverse of Madness. And Loki definitely going to come back out because I don't think Loki, even though people are saying Loki might be part of the Multiverse, I don't know if Loki's going to be part of the multi Multiverse until Kang comes out. So maybe in the Multiverse of Madness, they might show Kang and, and he might come out then. And then we might get a Loki um, season two or to transition into maybe, maybe we might get a Loki feature film or something. Who knows? They say, I, I see a lot of shit on the docket. I see the Marvels on the docket and I want to know about that because I want to know what Monica Rambeau's problem is with Captain Marvel and if she's going to get fucked up. They got the little Miss Marvel coming out too. She's, um, she's going to be a part of the MCU. So there's a lot going on. And I thought it was too much. I was like, this multiverse shit is too much. But if the multiverse can bring in the Fantastic Four and the X-Men without having to do origin stories and explain it, I'm all for it. So far as I'm concerned, MCU is rocking and they and they going on with it. And I'm right here for it. So now I'm going to go to commercial and then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about that DCU, which I don't even know. Yeah, that's the confusing shit. Now the DECU need to get their shit together, but we'll talk about that on the other side. Okay, so welcome back. And now it's time to talk about that D E that D C E U, the the D C extended universe, which I don't think is too much extended anymore. I don't know what's going on with that because they have not restored the Snyderverse and they simply don't have a universe right now. What universe is the DC extended universe? 
Because I thought it was the Snyderverse. I thought that the Batman and Superman, the Justice League, all that was the universe. And um, and the Suicide Squad was in that universe as well. And that's what they was going with. And then that all blew up. Affleck quit. Cavill quit. Or got fired. Or whatever the case may be. And you want to have a Justice League in the DC universe without Superman and Batman? Like, what? What the hell? And then Wonder Woman, who was the bright spot, did a movie where she was no longer bright. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was over. Like, Wonder Woman um, 84 was, was terrible, and it had no link, no connection, no nothing into extending universe or anything. It was just... um. It was just unnecessary. It was just, Wonder Woman was just a movie that I said that they just did it because they said they was going to do it. And once the universe crumbled, they just had to do it. I don't know. And then the Suicide Squad, now that was a fun movie. It was fun to watch, but I'm just like, how are y'all, uh, how are y'all extending this universe? How are y'all, you know, how does this fit into what you guys are supposed to be doing? Like, I don't, understand the whole dynamic of of what are y'all doing because this universe is over the batman that's in the cinematic the batman that's in the in in the universe of the suicide squad uh doesn't actually exist anymore because affleck quit also the superman from that universe also does not exist anymore because cavill's not going to rant he, he quit too. The Superman from the Shazam universe doesn't exist anymore. The Superman from the Wonder Woman universe doesn't exist anymore. And yet they're still going forward with the Suicide Squad. They went forward with the the Flash movie. Aquaman 2 is coming out. So now you got Aquaman 2 coming out. You got Suicide Squad that's continued on. You got uh, the Flash movie that's coming out. But the Superman and the Batman that are from them universes is gone. And they have no plans on, on, on changing the situation. Like, it's like, are y'all, like, recast Superman and continue the universe. Recast Batman and continue the universe. Make everything canon and recast those guys and just and just play it off. And let, just try to play it off. Just try to recast them and play it off. Or, you know what? Fuck recasting them. Call them motherfuckers back. Whatever Ben Affleck's vision was for the Batman before y'all fucking went around and did some other shit, call him back, say, hey, Ben, Ben, we want it, we want Because that's the only option y'all got. At first, I was like, you know, we don't really need to restore the Snyder first because is that really what y'all want? DC Extended Universe need to start over, but they not starting over. I thought that they was just going to cancel Christmas and start over. But they're not starting over. They're using the same Flash and they're using the same universe for him. They even got Affleck to be in the movie. I heard Ben Affleck's Batman is making a return. He's going to be in the Flash film. So how do y'all do that? You know what I'm saying? Is y'all going to get, you know, Superman? Just, just bring them back then. Bring them all back. Restore the Snyderverse. Let Ben Affleck have his single Batman film and, and just go with that because I don't know what y'all, I don't know where y'all going with this, with this universe. Now, is the Flash movie going to destroy the whole canon? Is the Flash movie some kind of multiverse of madness shit? Are y'all stealing something from Marvel? Like, is this Flash movie going to, like, reverse the whole canon and start Batman over and start Superman over? Start all of it over? Is Wonder Woman fired? But Aquaman 2 still coming out, right? So I'm fucking confused.
I'm fucking really confused about this DC um, extended universe. I don't know what they're going to do, but I know that, um, what is it called? I don't even know what it's called. Oh, Black Adam is coming out. And um, I don't even know what universe that's in. I know he's Shazam, supposed to be like Shazam's enemy or whatever. And he, he, I don't even know. They thought I, I thought he was going up against Superman soon or something. I, I, it's just weird. It's just it's all fucked up. It's discombobulated. <laughs> but I'm not looking really forward to any of it because I haven't liked DC for real. I mean, <clears throat> um, Man of Steel was all right. I liked their little take on Superman. I told y'all about it. And Batman vs Superman was I didn't think it was bad as everybody said. Wonder Woman was a great movie. Then they came out with Wonder Woman in 1984, and I was like, "What the fuck is y'all doing?" I I, re, I uh, renounced my wish. I renounced my wish. I don't wish to see this shit ever again. And then they went on and, and they did the Suicide Squad, and you know what? I had fun watching that movie. I it wasn't great. It wasn't great. The first Suicide Squad wasn't great either. And the second Suicide Squad still wasn't great, but it was fun. I had fun watching it. The kills was fun. Pete Davidson was funny. He only lasted a couple of, you know, little minutes in there. He was funny. The Weasel was funny. Um, I hate, hate, hate John Cena. But not anymore. That was cool. And um, Flag got killed. That was sad. The Rat Girl was my favorite, though. Oh, man, I love the Rat Girl. She was dirty looking but cute. <laughs> I'm always trying to find somebody to fuck on, and I don't even fuck on nobody in real life. I just live my fuck on fantasies through these movies and these films that I be watching and these shows, because I don't fuck on nobody in real life, but, you know, I always find somebody to fuck on in these shows, and y'all can have y'all, Margo Robbie. Y'all can have her. I'll take the rat girl. I will take the rat girl. Take her right home and bone her. Like, no, I'm just I'm tripping. But anyway, um, I enjoyed watching that movie. I enjoyed the little <laughs> I enjoyed the polka dot dude. I enjoyed the little star man and the shark shark man, uh King Shark. I like him. <laughs> he was funny, he was way better than that croc. They tried to make man, they tried to make killer croc black and shit. That was corny to me. So I enjoyed the Suicide Squad movie, the new one, more than I enjoyed the old one. But I don't know where it's going. The Joker in that world is not the Joker no more. The Batman in that world is not the Batman no more. The Superman in that world is not the Superman no more. And they didn't seem to care. They just was like, this is a separate, I guess, a separate movie, a separate entity. This ain't part of the DEC, the DCEU. What is the DCEU then? What is it? So now, it's, I guess the Flash movie is supposed to change everything. The Flash movie is going to go back in time or forward in time and change Batman and change Superman and change the whole DCEU and, and skip Wonder Woman and reverse all the shit that happened. I don't know, but I don't really want to see it. I don't like The Flash. I don't want to see his movie, but I'm going to have to if I'm going to be able to talk about this shit later. And maybe it might be a good film. Who knows? Aquaman too. Get the fuck about Aquaman. How can Aquaman even have his own movie? I watched Aquaman. I watched the first Aquaman. I was just like, uh, you know, visually it was cool. But for the most part, I was like, eh, what the fuck? Who cares? I didn't care and I still don't. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that situation. But yeah, at this point, restoring the Steinerverse is probably the only thing that, 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 the DEC, the DCEU can do. 
that's the that's the main thing that they can do that will fix uh everything i think i believe i'm hoping and wishing and praying and hoping but who knows and then dc had nothing else like they didn't do a lot to try to forward this universe actually they really literally did nothing they did nothing to help us with this dc extended universe nothing at all they put out a joker film that had nothing to do with the dc extended universe and nothing to do with the jokers that are in that world and actually nothing to do with the jokers unless they coming up with some crazy way you know what i think this is a secret and you might have heard it from somebody else but you're gonna hear it from me first i think that the joker the Joaquin Phoenix um, Joker guy that's in the Joker movie, that solo Joker film, I think that he is not the Joker that they're using in the DCEU. Not that he was supposed to be, but I'm thinking that maybe they incorporated him and he is part of the DCEU, but he's not going to be the Joker. Like Maybe he's like the, the mentor or the, like, the founder or the like the the study like the whatever he's the person who caused the dceu joker to become the dceu joker or maybe the joker that's in the new batman might be like a protege of his or somebody that that was influenced by him that's what i think because they made him too old they made him too old and they didn't have to like he was old in the Batman, uh, in the Joker movie, he was like 40 years old. And then they showed him talking to like Batman, to like Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne was a little kid. <clears throat> Bruce Wayne was a little kid. So now you got to think that it's like 20 years later. So if he was the Joker or supposed to be the Joker or the Joker that actually Batman actually fought against, he would be old, like real old, like too old to be, fighting with the batman you know what i'm saying so therefore i think that they was just making it like he was the start of the whole joker situation and maybe not the actual joker that batman actually fought against maybe the joker that batman fought against was maybe his protege like you know how batman had robin robin becomes nightwing nightwing and, and, and robin or whoever becomes the red hood and all that and eventually in batman they might become the new batman because batman's gonna make you know, Nightwing, the new Batman, or whatever. You know how it is. I think that maybe this Joker, you know, was the Joker, and he was a legend, and some little kid found him and said, you know, I idolize you. I want to put clown makeup on the And that Joker becomes the Joker that ends up fighting the Batman. So actually, that would make the Joker potentially younger than the Batman or potentially the same age. Maybe Batman got a 19-year-old, and maybe the Joker meets a 19-year-old. Or maybe he meets a 20-year-old that's in a gang or something. I don't know, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that's how they're going to incorporate him. And I'm thinking that they can easily do that. They can easily have the Joker that's in the new Batman movie meet the other Joker from the Joker films, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, and have like a thing where he's like, oh, like a Batman Beyond type thing, where he's like an old Joker and he's schooling the new young ball and the new young ball Joker is the one that's actually fighting with the Batman. And he'll have knowledge of the Batman because he lives in Gotham City. He'll have knowledge of him, and he'll have knowledge of Bruce Wayne, and he'll have knowledge of the inter, um, you know, the workings of Gotham City. Even though he's not out there in the streets doing the shit, he's behind the scenes, Joker. That would be cool. 
But other than that, they messed up because they made this Joker so old. And I'm like, why would they make the Joker so old? That didn't make sense to me that they made him so old. They didn't have to make him that old. They could have used him at that age and not incorporated a young Batman, a young Bruce Wayne in the movie. And then we wouldn't know the difference in their age. But they specifically put a baby Batman <laughs> in the movie to indicate that this Joker was old as crap. So maybe that was their plan. I don't know. But as far as I know now, that Joker is not a part of the DCEU because we already have a Joker in the DCEU. And they said that they're not using that Jared Leto Joker anymore. So that's the thing. That's what I mean. He was the Joker for the Suicide Squad. He was the Joker in the Zack Snyder fucking Justice League. So if they're not using him no more, I don't understand where they're going. And now this new Batman the batman that's what came out the batman i saw it and it's batman in his second year which makes him definitely not canon with the dceu because the dceu has uh the affleck batman who's definitely old and been batman for a very long time he's got a history he's already got a, a dead robin and they were already talking about possibly the Red Hood or Nightwing being involved in his situation. Um, they already formed the Justice League and um, all of that. So he's definitely not the Batman that's in the Batman, the Robert Pattinson Batman. They're definitely not connected. So that's definitely not part of the DCEU at all. So why would they invest in doing this Batman if they was continuing with the DCEU? I didn't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe they're trying to start a new universe, or maybe they're doing separate entity films, which which which, which kind of works, I guess. Which kind of works? You can do a Batman trilogy film based on this Batman and still have the Batman that's in the Justice League DCEU, I guess. You can. But then doesn't that negate the opportunity to do the solo Ben Affleck Batman film? Because now ain't people going to be like, I don't know. Like, can you have two Batmans at the same time? I don't know. They're actually going to have two Batmans at the same time anyway. They're going to because, like I said, the Batman, the Ben Affleck's Batman is in the Flash. So maybe this Flash thing is going to, you know, spin the universes around or something. I don't know. But. The Batman film on its own, as its own entity, as 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 not being part of this confusing DCEU, one bad, one bad. I enjoyed it, but I stand by my stance that Robert Pattinson is too ugly to be Bruce Wayne. I said it, and I still say it. I still stand by my stance that Ben Affleck is the best Batman because he was the best of both worlds. He was the best Batman and the best Bruce Wayne, and I stand by that. And then I was like, you know, Robert Pattinson ain't going to make a good Bruce Wayne. He's kind of ugly, and he's kind of weird, and, and he would be a weird-ass Bruce Wayne. And I don't know if I'm right or wrong because, frankly, this movie, The Batman, was titled The Batman correctly because there is no Bruce Wayne. All I've seen this whole movie was Batman. Even in the scenes when he was Bruce Wayne, he still was Batman. He he didn't change his demeanor too much. He didn't smile. He didn't look nice at all. He still looked like he was Batman, but just not just took the mask off. It was like if he was it was like he could still be in the Batman outfit and just not have the uh the mask on. And he would still be Batman. Like he just was Batman without the cow. There was really no 
real Bruce Wayne in this film. You know what I mean? So I don't, I haven't got an idea of how Pattinson would be as Bruce Wayne because he, he, he wasn't Bruce Wayne. He didn't go out to dinner. He didn't, he didn't do nothing. He, he didn't do nothing. He, he was, he fought. He fought as Bruce Wayne. He wanted to go see Carmine like this. Man, I didn't like that. I, I I like how comic books are. I like how comic book movies are where they show the dynamic. They show the battle between being the, the hero dude and being the the the, the uh, alternate ego or whatever you want to call it. Like, they show the, the battle. with Like, with Spider-Man, they show how hard it is for him to be Peter Parker and Spider-Man. With Bruce Wayne, they show um, how, you know, his life is Bruce Wayne and how he's got to try to hide the fact that he's the Batman and all that, and he struggles with being Bruce Wayne and all that stuff. They show, in this movie, there was no transition. There was, there was Batman, and then there was Batman without the mask. It just so happens that his name was Bruce Wayne, but he was not, definitely not Bruce Wayne. He was still Batman. He, he never got out of his Batman persona, and um, it was kind of cool, though. But all in all, I liked the movie. I really like the penguin. I like the way they did with him. I like that I could not recognize Colin Farrell at all. I kept looking too. I kept looking. I kept saying how I, I, I want to see Colin Farrell. I kept trying to see him. I was looking in the eyes and everything. I was looking at the nose. I was trying to figure out like where is Colin Farrell? He ain't in there. Like they lying. That's not Colin Farrell. They lying. Um, everybody's talking about Paul Dano, talking about his great, great, great performance as written. And I was like, what bitch, where? Because most of his scenes were, like, barely scenes. You know, yeah, he looked vicious when he was attacking, but that could have been a stunt, man. And that ain't that ain't acting. That's just go bust somebody over the fucking head. You know what I mean? And then the scenes where he was talking, yeah, okay. It was like he was talking, but he wasn't himself. He was in a mask, and he was, like, talking into a camera or something. It was, like, pre-recorded video of him. And then the final scene was great. The final scene with him, and he, when he was talking to Batman, and he starts dancing and singing the opera songs or whatever, and that, that was a great scene. But that was only one scene. That was only a few minutes out of the entire movie where I really got to appreciate Paul Dano and really got to appreciate his acting. Other than that, it was just some random shit. It was just like, I don't know. This this ain't nothing spectacular. Um, I enjoyed watching Zoe. Ooh, ooh. I enjoyed watching Zoe Kravitz. I like little Zoe, though. I like little Zoe, though. She might be my new cutie patootie, you know what I mean? But she was like, she cutie patootie, but with dirt on it. She not like Zendaya. She not like Zendaya, who don't look like she can get dirty. Zoe look like she can get a little dirty. She can get a little dirty, you know what I mean? So I like Zoe in that, and I liked her acting. She was cool. I, she was convincing. I believed it. I believed everything about her, so I liked that. I liked the Penguin, like I said. I liked Rilla, like I said. I didn't really like that little Joker snippet at the end. I think the movie could have done without that, or I think if they were going to incorporate a Joker scene, they could have did a little a little better one than that. I didn't understand the Joker's little riddle or whatever. I got Maybe I got to look into that again. But other than that, I like the Batman film. I didn't like what they did on the post-credit scenes, and I ain't going to spoil it if you didn't see it. I'm not going to tell you because I want you to experience the hate that I experienced when waiting for that post-credit scene. But now I'm going to get into the highlight of the DCEU, which is the Peace 
Maker Show. That's right. DC went the same route as Marvel, and they did a show, and they did a show called Peacemaker, and guess what? Peacemaker rivals the Marvel shows. Was it as good as WandaVision? No. What is as good as Loki? No. But it blows out the rest of them. It was miles ahead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and miles ahead of Hawkeye as far as being entertaining. And I didn't think it was going to be. Like I said, I have a disdain for John Cena. I don't like him. I don't want him in nothing. I don't want to see him. I'm not his friend. But man, as Peacemaker, John Cena killed it. That whole show killed it. I mean, Danielle, Danielle, uh... Oh, what's her name? What's her name? Her name is Danielle Brooks. Danielle Brooks. She's out of bio. She comes from um, Orange is the New Black. And she was so good in the show. Her acting was so good. And I always liked her. I like her. She's all right. She plays good roles. Then they had Jennifer Holland. She played hardcore. Mm. And she that's her role from the Suicide Squad. She was um she was in the Suicide Squad as Hardcourt. She didn't have a big role in the Suicide Squad as Hardcourt, but on on this show, she was like the main operative on there. And Danielle Brooks plays out of bio, who's um Wallace's daughter, and she's struggling with being Wallace's daughter and all that. And uh, like I said, John Cena plays the Peacemaker, which was good. And then the star of the show, the one who stole the show was Freddie Stromer. He plays Vigilante. When I tell you Vigilante is my man's in them. Vigilante is so stupid but so funny. He's a stone cold killer. He don't give a fuck. Vigilante don't give a fuck. He just wants to kill, kill, kill. He don't care. And he just wants to have friends and be like cool but he's a fucking idiot. And so he is so funny and he stole the show because I don't know how he did that role with a straight face. They got an eagle on the show called Eagly who's like a real pet, like his dog. And that shit is hilarious. And the whole concept of the show is hilarious. It's about these butterflies, but they call them butterflies because they look like butterflies, but they are alien race that invaded us. And they go into these human brains and they take over these human bodies. And they got this big ass thing called the cow that gives them their, their food because they can't eat like our honey or our regular shit so they eat this honey-like substance that they get from this big ass alien thing called the cow and the suicide squad well not the suicide squad peacemaker's mission is the is the is to kill to get rid of the butterflies so the way they got to get rid of the butterflies is to kill the cow kill the alien cow that supplies them with their food and this show is just berserk i mean it's just buck wild berserk and it's just so much fun it's just like the suicide squad it's just you watch it for fun you don't even give a fuck about the content it is so much fun vigilante's a great character john cena just i don't even know how i didn't think he was a good actor but this shit he plays this shit off and then you got Hallcourt played by jennifer holland and she's serious she's the only like serious person in the show everybody else is just just dumb just <laughs> doing some old dumb shit like being stupid and and she's the serious person in the show and she's sexy i'll take her home <laughs> i'll take out the bio home too fuck it i'll take danielle brooks home too she's more my body type but you know hardcore can get it but anyway I was pleasantly surprised by Peacemaker, and I really, really enjoyed that show. That was a show that I couldn't wait till Thursday to actually turn it on and watch it. I was staying up um, till midnight on Wednesday nights to, to, to see if the Peacemaker came on on Thursday morning. I really enjoyed that show, and that's probably the best thing that the DCEU has produced ever. 
I enjoyed that better than all of the movies. I enjoyed that better than Zack Snyder's Justice League. I enjoyed that better than anything. I had more fun watching Peacemaker than I had watching all of the DC films that came out in the past couple of years. So all you people that want to hate, that don't like it or didn't like Justice League, I mean, not Justice League, didn't like the Suicide Squad or whatever, give Peacemaker a try. Because I don't even know what it is. It's not an action show. It's not a comic book show. It's, it's complete fuckery. But in a very, 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 very fun way. Like, I was cracking up. I was happy. I was sad. I was all in it. It's just, it's a crazy show. It's, it's like, it's like Saturday Night Live meets superhero meets bullshit meets wrestling. Like, it, it's like a WWE show, actually. It's just, man, look, I don't even know how to describe it. And it's got some good acting. It, it They got to be good because I wouldn't be able to be on that show because I wouldn't be able to stop laughing. The shit that they got to say and do on that show is so stupid that I don't know how they, they must have had 150 outtakes trying to just get through one fucking episode. Even the whole like butterfly shit is funny. Like with these little alien, they look like butterflies, but they're not. They just alien creatures. It's just man, look, that show is good. And Amanda Wilder is back. You know, she's ain't in it for a long period of time, but she's in it, and I like how they incorporate her in it. And that's a good transition. And that's a great transitional show. But I don't know where it transitions to. It transitions to. Uh, maybe another Suicide Squad movie because at the end of the show, some things get exposed that that might lead to some kind of Suicide Squad um thing like the uh I think it was called Termination X or something. It's a Suicide Squad book where Amanda Waller has has to turn on the Suicide Squad or she sends them to kill another Suicide Squad or something. I forgot the name of the story in the comics, but I think they might be leading up to that. Um, but other than that. I don't know what this is leading up to because I don't know where the DCEU is going. So now, uh, in conclusion, I'll say I'm excited to see where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going. Now, I've never been this excited before, but I want to see the Multiverse of Madness. I want to see Thor Love and Thunder. I want to see the Marvels. I want to see everything that's left on the MCU docket. I don't care about the DCEU anymore. I don't think it exists anymore, but I do want to watch The Flash just to see if they like figure it out and if they do make any more suicide squad films i'm in for that this new batman if it becomes a trilogy i'm in for that because i just want to see how they do the joker and and i want to see what's going on with the penguin because he's still around and that was kind of cool and the riddler's still around too so they can really do a lot with that and i'm interested in that i'm not interested in any more wonder womans or any more aquamans unless they can fix it i'm interested to see where they will go as far as like having a superman because they have to have a superman you can't live in a world without a superman so i want to see where they go as far as that's concerned and other than that this has been my updatey date date and um do i have anything else to say no do i have any shout outs this week i do not have any shout outs this week because nobody asked me for any shout outs and frankly everybody who i talked to this week was getting on my fucking nerve so i don't even want to shout nobody out this week so with that being said i'm done with this episode and um i'll holler at you next time and once again this has been the list for podcast and um oh i want to say this too check me out on vocal 
I'm 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 writing some stories and I've been writing some stories on vocalmedia.com and you can check me out on there and look up my real name Tyrone Livingston. And also I got some um some uh I'm doing some animated videos of my vocal stories on YouTube. So I'll be posting them on my Facebook, which is the Lisp Livingston Facebook page. And I don't see I don't even know how to promote. Just 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 listen to the podcast. Just listen to the podcast. You can you can know all that other shit later. You can follow me on Instagram or something. I'm the Lisper. Lisper Podcast, Lisper Livingston. Just look up Lisper on Instagram or, 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 or Facebook or something. You'll see me up there or figure it out. I don't know. I'm I'm I don't know. But anyway, like I said, I will holler at you folks later. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell the roaches, tell the baby, tell everybody that you know to listen to the Lisper Podcast. And that's that. See you later.